Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name, the name above all names. And us to always remember that, Father, that everyone who calls on your name shall not end up in shame. We come with that belief in our heart. When we are challenged with all our baggage, we bring all our cares, our worries, our troubles, and we come to you. To whom else shall we go, Father? Yours are the words of life, and you are our Father. We thank you that you call each of us by name to be here with you. So that you might pour your peace, your joy into our hearts. You might pour your revelation, your wisdom and understanding into us. That as we go about fulfilling the rest of our day, we carry with us that wisdom that helps us solve every challenge. We carry with us your presence that goes with us and before us, flattening everything that seems to put its obstructions and obstacles in our way. And we thank you, Father, for your peace and your joy, that when we are able to stay focused on you and keep our eyes fixed on you, our hearts and our thoughts, our mind, only on you, no matter the storm around us, it does not bother. For we know in our hearts that you are with us, that you shall never leave us even unto the end of time. And we share this peace, this joy, and possibly, Father, that understanding that you give us with our brothers and our sisters that are part of this prayer meeting and everyone that are part of this praying family called by your name, O Holy Spirit. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer ourselves to stand in that gap. We offer our intercession for them, Father, and our faith. We share your peace and joy with all those that are called by your name and yet do not know you, have not had that encounter with you. And all those that do not want to know you continue to live in ignorance and the darkness of the lies of the enemy those that have not yet seen your light the light that shines in the darkness no matter how long it has been there and the darkness comprehends it not does not understand but that light that liberates father let it shine in these lives today we thank you for all the salvations that will take place today Let every whale before their eyes, every mountain in their path, that keeps them from seeing you and knowing you, be cut down, be torn apart to reveal your glory, your presence. This is our prayer, Father, for every brother and sister that is not yet saved this day. And as we begin our prayer, we pray in the name of our God, our Father, our Maker, our creator, the one who is able to make all grace abound towards us, 
the one who through revelation teaches us to profit from his word that we might walk in the abundance that is contained in that word. The God of patience, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. For this is what your word in Romans 16 verse 20 says. The God of hope, the God who is a consuming fire, purifying our hearts and our thoughts through revelations in your word, through convictions by your spirit. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the rider on the white horse, who leads us into battle. The word himself, the double-edged sword, that he gives to us as part of our attacking armor of God. The one who taught us to have faith, who gave us the authority to use his name, the name above every other name, the name of the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. So that under his authority, we are able to command every wickedness into subjection. The word himself, who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The incorruptible seed of the father that he sows into our own beings. That we might, through his Holy Spirit working in us, be transformed into his image and likeness. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of resurrection who raised Jesus from the dead and now lives in us. The spirit of truth, the spirit of life, the spirit of light, the spirit of the living God. The spirit of victory, that same spirit of the El Shaddai, the all-powerful. Who made our bodies transformed from one that was used to sin. The one that is now his temple. Where we offer our incense, our worship, our praise and our prayer. Emmanuel in the true sense, God with us and in us. He is the breath of the Father who quickens us in our spirit. That we are charged to hear from you, Father, and gain the deep thoughts that you think towards us. Thoughts to prosper us and give us an expected end. And not to bring us in harm's way. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of friends and family, for the gift of your angels and destiny helpers. You have invested so many resources into this life of mine that it cannot fail. It must fulfill what you have ordained and planned for it to fulfill. I thank you, Father, for all the salvations for every soul that is blessed today. We thank you, Father, for every miracle that you work today in all the lives, for all those that are healed, for everyone that expresses faith and you honor it by answering that prayer. We thank you, Father, for the gift of prayer and the gift of your word. That we are able to speak it with an understanding of its capability. We thank you, Father, that you give us the authority to call things which are not as though they were. Through that very faith that you teach us. We thank you, Father, that you provide food on our table. That you establish the work of our hands. 
that you ensure our safety, our well-being, our health and our strength. We thank you, Father, that our help comes in your name. And as we pray this morning, we continue to reflect on prayer. And there are a few basic but highly important things that I'd like us to remember in prayer. So I might just highlight some of those. And this is not an extensive or exclusive list by any means. But it does contain quite a few key points that we ought to remember at all times when we pray. The first one is God dwells in the praises of his people. This is what his word says. attention. Praise and worship at the time and place of prayer is important and necessary. Number two, God's word is his will. When we Hello, is everyone able to hear me? Yes, Russell, we can hear you now. Sorry, I just lost connection in between. When we speak his will, we don't speak ours, but his. When we speak his word. It is God's word, not man's word. Very important for us to remember that. 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 13 says this. And so when we pray, we shouldn't be asking him if it is his will. Find his will concerning us and our situation at the time. Through his word. And ask for that will to be fulfilled. And it's only yesterday that I learned that God doesn't speak much, but he usually answers. So it is up to us to ask. Only he that asks receives. Number three. His words are spirit and they are life. This is what John 6 verse 63 says. They are able to give life to any dead situation when we release them with faith. We can tweak situations in the spirit through words to bring a change in the physical circumstances. What we confess, that we possess. Faith can never grow beyond our confession. It's very important to remember. If we are speaking small results, our faith can only stretch as much as the result that we have expected and spoken of. So an important question for us to ask ourselves is, in our place of prayer, that is, are you confessing small outcomes only? God is a God of all possibilities. And his word says, nothing is impossible to him. 
This is Luke 1 37. Number four, when his word is released from, our mouth, from the mouth of a believer, that very moment it is answered. It shall not return to him void. This is what his word in Isaiah 55 verse 11 says. And he guarantees that because he has exalted his word above his name. This is what Psalm 138 verse 2 says. It's important for us to remember this. He has exalted his word above his name. So when we release that word and we have faith and do not doubt, it must come to pass. Number five, the Bible comprises of principles of successful life, prophecies for direction, and promises of God to us. So when we study it, we must study to learn and master these three different aspects of his wisdom that has been made available to us through his word. Principles for successful life, prophecies for direction, and the promises of God to us concerning our lives. What we know, only that we can claim. Number six, Christian life is a life of boldness and that of a warrior and a priest. It is not one of timidity. This is what 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 tells us. And we ought to reflect on our own lives and think, are we exercising our capability of priesthood, knowing that we can win spiritual battles through that capacity of priesthood? We can be a warrior when we are bold. And that boldness comes from knowledge, from awareness. What you do not know will always inspire fear. Number seven, stop begging and start commanding. We pray to God in humility, but we speak to our storms and to the ministering spirits that he has given us for service. There are many who believe that we should request Jesus but not exercise our God-given dominion from Genesis 1 verse 27. When he has given you his spirit and an open heaven above you through salvation, through baptism in the spirit, know your authority that you carry in Christ. It is the authority of the king of kings, the king of the universe. So when he said, in my name, you shall cast out demons, you do not beg in the name of the king. You command. Number eight, you shall say to the mountain. You do not talk about the mountain to others. This is Mark 11 verse 23. Many Christians forget how great their God is. And start telling God and others how great their problems are. If this sounds like what we are doing, then we need to repent and correct our mistake. 
Number nine, speak what you want to see and not what you do not want. A negative prayer will also be answered. It is our job to speak and the Holy Spirit's job to accomplish it. That is our next point. Number 10. Do not try to do his job. Let him do his job and we stick to ours. Number 11. God needs our permission to act on our behalf. Even though he knows our needs in advance. He will not intervene until we tell him to, until we give him permission to. And in the right way, through the protocol of prayer. Number 12, the extent to which we become incorruptible in our lives is directly proportional to the amount of word knowledge in us. How much of his word, his promises, his prophecies and his systems for life do we know? The more we receive of that incorruptible seed, the more it bears incorruptible fruit in our outward actions and words. Number 13, and this is very important. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Repentance and surrendering to him brings forgiveness. But those who do not repent are already condemned. Number 14, anointing is the sum total of our relationship with God plus the knowledge of his word to the point of application, that is to the required level. Anointing is the sum total of our relationship with God plus the knowledge of his word to the point of application. When you ask for the anointing, make sure you are fulfilling the latter part of the knowledge requirement as well. And number 15, time does not change or heal anything. It only reveals or uncovers the truth, revealing doors that will open up to new seasons. And even those can only be opened through prayer. Time can make you forget an old wound. But it is forgiveness and repentance that will help it turn around. It will help you let go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we remember these and every other principle through revelation that you give each of us in our place of prayer. As we read more of your word and we understand it, help us remember it and make a note of all those principles that you give us so that we are able to use them at the right time when required in our prayer to command results in our place of requirement, to command the miracles that are available at our disposal by tapping into the right keys in your kingdom.
to receive from you a manifestation by reaching out to the energies of Zion that are made available to each of us. We thank you, Father, that you are ever merciful and you are ever willing to pour out your grace. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you make intercession with and for us on our behalf. And it is you who are authorized to search the mind of the Father when we ask that question. And it is you who bring back that revelation as an answer that specifically answers this question. We thank you, Father, that you have said, ask, and you shall receive an answer. Seek, and if you seek hard enough, you shall find it. And when you knock, every door shall be open to you. Give us an understanding of the meaning and the power that you have entrusted to us in this place of prayer. So that when we pray in faith, we should expect the unexpected. We should expect an outcome that is much bigger. Knowing that our Father is omnipotent, omnipresent and capable of all things. Provided we shall not doubt, but we shall have and release faith. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. And as we pray this morning, we pray also for our physical and temporal needs and in a special way for all those requests that have been made on this prayer group, especially those that are battling sickness and disease, any kind of life-threatening situations, those that are hospitalized this day, those that are going through the worst challenges of their life, Father, we stand in that gap and we hold on to the horns of your tabernacle. We ask for your mercy, we ask for your grace. For it is your will that none should perish, but should be brought to repentance and given the gift of eternal life. We plead on their behalf and we cover them by the precious blood of Jesus, the blood that heals, the blood that renews and transforms, the blood that is the source of life. And it is by his stripes and his wounds, Father, that all price has been paid. We declare them free from the curse of the law. We declare them free from the clutches of Satan. We curse, we rebuke and bind every spirit of infirmity that is sent against them. And we cast them out into the lake of fire and sulfur. We pray also for all families, especially those that are battling forces of division and separation, infidelity, abuse and violence, misunderstandings. Father, these families started out in love and carried your presence but have somehow become a strange place. A door has been opened to the enemy and they have sought to capture and take control of this home. 
But you stand knocking at the door once again, Lord, and we invite you on their behalf into these homes. Take your place as the head of this family so that what you have joined together stays together. No man, no spirit can separate it. For you, God, are the God of love. And when the Most High enters in, the Most Low must leave. In the authority of the name of Jesus, we cast out every divisive force, every spirit of evil out of these homes that we now pray for. Pray in a special way for all families that are on the verge of divorce. We thank you, Father, for your love that the season in these homes of hatred is now changed to a season of love, peace and joy. We pray in a special way also for all those that are battling any kind of strongholds over their lives. Forces that seem to control them and they can't get rid of. Compulsive behaviors, mental disorders, anxiety, depression, addictions. We declare every such chain that seeks to keep them in bondage, broken in the name of Jesus. We ask for your anointing to cover them, Father. For it is your anointing that destroys the yoke of the enemy that is taken off their neck and the burden taken off their shoulder. And where your presence touches, Father, those lives are set free indeed. Through the spirit of liberty, we declare that freedom for these lives. We speak faith into those lives, Father. We pray in a special way for all those that have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, their incomes, those that are struggling to pay bills. That there is a deeper understanding of your ways, your principles for prosperity. That we are able to adhere to those as you mention in your word. That we are able to escape the snares of the enemy, the fowler, the devourer. And we receive your hedge of protection around our finances. That our fruit shall not fall to the ground before its time. That we shall reap our harvest and reap in full. Command the angels and destiny helpers that you have sent out, Father, for those that are currently jobless, to go forth and pick those opportunities that are suited to their ability, to connect them with their destinies as ordained by the Father. That there shall be a rebuilding of these lives. We pray in a special way for our own personal needs and those of our families and friends as well. And in a special way for those that have not yet received their salvation. We thank you, Lord, that in these last days you pour out your spirit where our young men 
shall see visions and the old men shall dream dreams. That there is a massive revival underway. That you have included us in your plan of redemption. We thank you, Father. And we raise each of our brothers and our sisters that we want saved today. We raise them to your altar, through our priesthood. We pray for their safety, for their redemption, for their gift of salvation, for their eyes to be opened. Quicken them, O Father, and they shall call on your name. This is what your word in Psalm 80 verse 18 says. We ask you to quicken them, Lord. Unless they are quickened, they cannot call you. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us, that you always hear us and you have listened to this prayer we make in faith. And as we release our faith, we know in our hearts that this is an answered prayer. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you pray with us. We make this our prayer of agreement with you. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we release our faith and come with that expectation that what we have asked for must come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Sanda <laughs> <laughs> 
The scripture I was given today is John 8, 31 and 32. Jesus then said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There is a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Psalms 121 verses 7 and 8, where it is written, The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that I've been led to is from James 1, verse 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have another verse that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, where it is written, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this powerful grace, this gift of prayer that you give us, that we are able to speak and speak our way through your will. We are able to speak it with boldness. We thank you for all the principles that you give us, that we are able to stand on those, so that by an understanding of the provision that you have made for us, we are able to tap into every resource that follows it, that is tied to it. Thank you, Lord, that it is your will for us to have abundance and it is your will for us to have dominion on earth. And as we study your word and your will more, Father, we ask for the understanding to help us inch closer and closer to that abundance to that dominion every single day of our life. Thank you, Jesus. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that chases us and overtakes us, his jealous love for us, that is unchangeable and eternal. As that is multiplied in each of our lives this day, let us go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. You too, Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you and all.